Every day, millions of people wake up feeling like they just can't function until they get that first cup of coffee. The jolt of caffeine gives many of us the boost we need to get going, but what if that caffeine fix just isn't doing it for you anymore? What if you feel sluggish all day, even after a good night's sleep and your daily cup of joe? Experts say it's quite possible you may have undiagnosed hypothyroidism. It's super prevalent. There's tens of millions of patients in the United States diagnosed with hypothyroidism. And there's probably many, many, many millions who are undiagnosed walking around. And these are the people we're really trying to reach out to, get them to be aware of these symptoms so that they can go to their physician's office and have a conversation with their doctor to get tested. That's Dr. Jordan Geller, an endocrinologist in private practice in Beverly Hills, California. He says in some cases, what starts as an annoyance can rapidly become a serious health issue. It can even be fatal if not treated. The thyroid gland isn't something to take lightly. It's a gland that's in the neck, it's in the front of your neck, and the thyroid gland is really important for pretty much every function in the body. So when it starts to fail in hypothyroidism, the symptoms that a patient can experience are numerous. For example, patients will have fatigue. They'll have cold intolerance. They're always feeling cold no matter what. They often develop constipation. They may have puffy skin. They may have dry skin, dry hair, cracking nails, slow heart rate. Their thinking may be slow. They may notice memory impairment. They'll often come in and tell me, Doc, I feel like I have brain fog. It could lead to something called myxedema coma, which is just what it sounds like. It's actually a comatose state, and people can die. So what's going wrong with the thyroid? What causes it to stop working properly? What's going wrong is the gland cannot make thyroid hormone, and it can happen for several reasons. It may not have the ingredients, so to speak, to make thyroid hormone, and that main ingredient in that recipe is iodine. Which is why iodine is an additive in many brands of table salt. The other condition that can cause low thyroid is an autoimmune condition. And this is a condition where the body's immune system, which normally protects and defends against infection, sometimes will turn against the thyroid gland and cause it to get inflamed. And that's a condition that we call Hashimoto's, which is the most common identifiable cause of low thyroid. There's also hyperthyroidism, which Geller says is at the opposite end of the spectrum. I often use the analogy with my patients of thyroid gland like having a gas pedal and having a brake. So if hypothyroidism is the break where everything's slowed down and sluggish, hyperthyroid's just the opposite. These people are revved up. They're anxious. They feel hot. They're jittery. They cannot sleep. They're losing weight unintentionally, and they don't feel well. They'll come in, and you can just feel the heat and the energy just bouncing off of them, and they look like they've had 12 espressos. Geller says both conditions can be treated with medication, but that hypothyroidism is much more common. I was 30 years old. I had just gotten married. It was a really happy time in my life, and I'm a fitness instructor, so I love to exercise. And one of the first red flags for me was when I was going to the gym, I had noticed I didn't have my normal energy. And I got to the point where I was slowing down so much that I could barely sit on the bike to get the pedals to go around. I mean, that's how much it was a struggle. That coupled with the inability to stay warm, I was cold all the time. 
and it got so extreme that I was wearing my winter coat at night to bed in an effort to try to stay warm. That's Shannon Rosen from Cincinnati, Ohio. She suffered through symptoms for six months before consulting a doctor, hoping in the meantime that her symptoms would go away on their own. But they didn't go away. They got worse. I woke up one day and I said, either I'm going to choose to accept this and live with this, or I'm going to try to do something about it. So that's when I picked up the phone and called my doctor and I went in and he suspected a thyroid issue and gave me a blood test called a TSH. Rosen says she started to feel better immediately after starting treatment and was back to her normal energy levels within six to eight weeks. But some experts say treating hypothyroidism isn't always clear-cut and that depending on how mild the case is, it might possibly clear up on its own. Definitely. In fact, the younger you are, the more likely that's the case. And you can predict who's most likely to progress and who's less likely to progress based on how marginal or severe the test abnormality is to start with, whether the antibodies are present and what the age of the person is. So the younger person with negative antibodies and only marginal abnormalities has a substantial chance of either reversing or not progressing. That's Dr. Jeffrey Garber, Chief of Endocrinology at Harvard Vanguard Medical Associates, Associate Professor of Medicine at Harvard Medical School, and lead author of The Clinical Practice Guidelines for Hypothyroidism in Adults, published by the American Thyroid Association. The issue is whether you should be treated, and I think that the discussion, you can argue all day long that populations don't necessarily benefit from being treated with thyroid hormone, but I think if you're on the fence and you don't have another explanation for your symptoms, I would, don't want to call it a ploy, but an approach that's underutilized is to say, well, we don't want to commit you to lifelong therapy if it's not going to benefit you, particularly if you can get better, but how about just trying some for a while and let's try to judge whether you've benefited from it. You can learn more about hypothyroidism by visiting the American Thyroid Association website at www.thyroid.org or by visiting our website at www.radiohealthjournal.net. Our writer this week is Polly Hansen. Our production director is Sean Waldron. I'm Nancy Benson. The new dietary guidelines for Americans are out, and most of us need to increase the amount of potassium in our diets. In fact, 97% of Americans aren't meeting their daily potassium requirements. However, a new survey by the Idaho Potato Commission finds that fewer than 30% of Americans make an effort to consume potassium every day or know that potatoes are a great place to get it. Here's Toby Amador, registered dietitian and author of The Greek Yogurt Kitchen. The survey shows that nearly 9 in 10 Americans are aware that bananas are a good source of potassium, but only 27% think this about potatoes. And only 7% of us would incorporate potatoes into meals if they were looking to increase potassium. The truth is that one medium-sized potato with this skin has twice as much potassium as a typical 4-ounce banana. And they're heart-healthy, too. So pass the potatoes, loaded with potassium. Find out more at IdahoPotato.com. If you have Medicare, this is an important time of year. You may be eligible to switch your Medicare Advantage plan during a special enrollment period, which ends February 29th. Leap Day. Kevin Merriweather, Medicare Division Leader at Humana, 
a national Medicare company, wants to make sure people with Medicare are well-informed before the deadline. People with Medicare who are able to switch can leap into a healthier year by choosing a new Medicare Advantage plan during this special enrollment period. There are many highly rated plans from different companies. Medicare Advantage plans typically cover everything original Medicare covers and often offer more, such as prescription drug and dental benefits. You may be able to switch plans if your Medicare plan recently ended or your retirement benefits are going away. You may also switch if your current plan has received a 2.5-star quality rating or lower for three consecutive years based on Medicare's five-star scale. These ratings can change each year. Visit Medicare.gov or call 1-800-MEDICARE for more information. And remember that Medicare special enrollment periods end February 29th.